Welcome to our show. My name is Deborah Rose and I'm your host on Circle Talk. Circle Talk is one of the shows featured on CSNP, Circle Sanctuary Network podcast. CSNP has a lineup of rotating shows throughout each month. Mondays feature Lunatic Mondays with host Laura Gonzalez. It can't be Tuesday without Circle Talk, and I continue to be the host for this fun discussion show on the first and third Tuesdays of each month. Wednesdays, Wednesdays feature Circle of Nature with none other than Selena Fox. The third Fridays of each month features Blue Marble, an echo educational, echo restorational, echo activism, and echo spirituality podcast with Reverend Char Bear. And I'm so excited to introduce our newest show, Songs of the Pagan Tribe, hosted by Kern Greenman. Less talk and more pagan music, exploring the songs, the people, and the wonderful, inspiring world of pagan music. And the first show airs soon, April 28th, right here on CSNP. We have such a fun and informative lineup of shows, and we at CSNP hope that you try them all. Celebrate the May full moon online with Circle Sanctuary Community. The theme is Bringing in the May and takes place on Thursday, May 4th. Full moon circles begin at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain, or 4 p.m. Pacific time. Our full moon circles include invocations, music, meditations, poetry, reflections, and ritual workings. They are facilitated by Circle Sanctuary ministers, Selena Fox and Judith, plus other members of the Circle Sanctuary community. Those joining us online are invited to bring a candle to Kindle during the ritual and are invited to interact with others in the chat on YouTube. Attendance is free and no registration is required. For more information, please go to circlesanctuary.org. Pagan Spirit Gathering, or PSG, is one of America's oldest and largest nature spirituality festivals. Since 1980, PSG has been bringing together pagans of many paths and places to create community, to celebrate summer solstice, and to commune with nature in a sacred environment. Circle Sanctuary will be opening the gate for Pagan Spirit Gathering in June 2023. PSG will be held June 19th through the 25th this year, 2023, at the Pulaski County Fort Leonard Wood Shrine Camp near Waynesville, Missouri. For more information and to register, go to www.circlesanctuary.org and click on the Pagan Spirit Gathering link on the right side of the main page. Registrations are now being accepted. So register, come out, and enjoy eight days of community, music, workshops, rituals, festivities, and more under the solstice summer sun. Still undecided and want more information before you commit? Well, then tonight's Circle Talk is just for you. We'll be talking with Pagan Spirit Gathering Administrators, Reverend Messina and Reverend Sharon about everything PSG, the campsite, what to expect, and helpful hints if you're a first-time attendee. Reverend Sharon's under the weather, and she probably won't be here tonight. She may join us later, but we've got Reverend Messina with us. Reverend Messina Dugan, who goes by they or them, is a longtime Circle Sanctuary member. They, 
completed the Circle Sanctuary Minister Training Program and was ordained in 2019 at Pagan Spirit Gathering. Reverend Messina has been attending PSG since 2003 and has been involved in coordination and leadership since 2008. Reverend Messina's ministry and service to their community are about bringing like-minded folks together to sacred space. They began working with Reverend Sharon Stewart, the PSG manager, in 2017. Reverend Messina's ultimate goal is to work with PSG throughout the rest of her ministerial career. Reverend Messina is a threshold witch, which focuses on magic and energy during liminal times and in liminal places. Messina considers PSG to be a liminal village. The village is built by pagans for pagans one week out of each year. It is separate from the mundane world and a very special liminal space. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. While attending PSG, Reverend Messina felt the calling to help organize the event. They aim to make it memorable and significant for all who attend. Reverend Messina began their pagan training in the Chicagoland area in 2000, and in 2010, they moved to the Detroit area and joined an eclectic group there. They have served in leadership roles in two covens communities before being ordained. Currently, Reverend Messina serves on the PSG administrator team, the minister training administrative team, part of Circle Sanctuary's Sacred Fire community, often coordinates Circle Sanctuary festivals, and volunteers at church during community days. She's wonderful. I'm so excited to talk to her, and I can so consider her a friend. Welcome, Messina. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you resting up? Because uh, <laughs> it's funny. I've been going to PSG since 2004. And until you get look behind the curtain, you have no idea how much work it is. And I just know oh. how much more work it is as a minister. I can't even imagine how much work it is to be one of the administrators. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's an all year event, a planning event. Um, it's a marathon for sure. Um, Sharon and I historically take some time off afterwards. Um, we take we usually take off July, uh, July, August, and September, and then start mm -hmm. back up again after Samhain. But um, we are in crunch time now and this year has been a little bit of an anomaly with some hiccups here and there but we're still plugging along and um, we're excited about everything that we have in the pipeline and everything that's going to be it's, it's it's shaping up to be a great year and we're really excited about everything that we have yet to announce there's plenty of exciting announcements coming soon <laughs> and listeners i'm going to be featuring um um we don't know exactly who yet but i'm going to be featuring uh presenters and musicians um throughout uh, may and first of june so you'll get a, a real taste of it um yeah. and it's funny i have been um i love psg it is by far my favorite but i've been to many other um pagan conferences and festivals and um Again, typically you can go to workshops, you can do what you want, you come in and out or whatever, but PSG is kind of unique that it creates a village, and, and I like how you said about liminal space. Talk a little bit about that, because you get an experience that you can't really get anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, 
for especially for a newcomer, you might not see all the ins and outs of the or of the village being built. Um, but as you become um, more familiar with the um, festival and the ins and outs of how things are done, you really get to see the nuts and bolts of everything. But it's really amazing when you get into it and are there to witness set up and you get to see the core group of people that are there to set the village up and create the village. And, um, you know, we're not just talking about um, putting up some tents and, you know, um, (laughs) creating um, individual centers or something like that. I mean, these are like, we have a downtown, we have Mm -hmm. a, it's um, a village. Yeah, it it literally is a village and you can feel the energy build. It is palpable um, as the structures go up, um, as the people arrive, you know, and it's it's a slow build. So like, you know, on on Thursday before the festival opens on Sunday, um, and I just wanted to clarify I think you said in the opening that we open on June 19th and we actually open on June 18th, Sunday, June 18th. Oh, there you go. Thank through, you. Through June 25th. So I can't um, read. Thank you very it's much. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just wanted to put When everybody up shows up Monday, you're going to yell at me. Yeah. Not show up on Sunday, 9 a.m. <laughs> on Sunday, June 18th. So, um, but the, um, you know, the setup crew shows up on Sunday or on, on Thursday before sun opening Sunday and they um set up Work. their own personal <laughs> yeah they set up their own personal spaces first but then they start building this village and as the as the each structure goes up you can pal and it's palpable you can feel the energy build and build and build as each structure goes up and the excitement builds and builds and then you know, on Saturday, um, you know, the some of the merchants come in and start getting ready to set up and sell their wares. And the some of the coordinators come in and get ready and start setting up their centers to be ready for the, the registrants to come in. And, and it's just palpable. And it's almost like you can see, you know, it's like on a very hot day, which we have all the time during PSG, right? It's the summer solstice. But it's like those heat waves that you can see in the sun, you know, it's like, it's, it, the energy is there, you can see it. And it's, 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 it's just so vibrant and amazing. And um, it's almost intoxicating to be inside of. Um, and we talk about it as like this pagan village bubble that we talk about, you know, and especially for newcomers, we talk about it a lot of, you know, being really aware of the fact that you have been immersed in this Mm -hmm. village for a week, you know, and, and um, trying to be very careful and gentle with yourself as you leave after Mm -hmm. the festival, you know, because the harsh reality of the world is going to greet you at some Mm -hmm. point, um, you know, and that pagan bubble is going to burst and, 
and you're going to be greeted by the reality of the world outside. And, and sometimes that isn't as gentle as we would like it to be, but, um, but hold on to that feeling, you know, that pagan village feeling as long as you possibly can. And, and, um, you know, people do that in different ways and Mm -hmm. lots of people will wear their PSG bracelet as long Mm -hmm. as they possibly can, you know, to hold on to that feeling or that memory, um, or wear their spirit bag as long as they can and, um, that sort of thing. So it, it really is an amazing space and, and, um, you know, the guardians set wards, various people come in and will set wards. I know Selena sets wards, uh, Sharon sets wards, I set wards, we all set wards to keep the space safe. And, and it's like, you know, I sort of envision the Truman Show bubble, you know, around the space and, and just keeping it safe and, and contained and protected and, you mentioned Love. the guardians for those who have not been explain who the guardians are and what they do. Cause they're wonderful. <laughs> the guardians are wonderful. I don't know my, my description of the guardians. I don't know. I don't know if the guardians have ever heard my description of the guardians. I don't know if they'd like my description. I always describe them sort of as like the hell's angels of the, of the pagan. They're so funny. <laughs> so like, like they're the, uh, they're the, the, the crew that rolls up to, to, to secure our festival. And absolutely. They're, they're this amazing group of, and they take it very seriously. Oh, for sure. It's it's their oath. It's part of their ministry and part of, of their spirituality, which is wonderful. For sure. So the full title is guardians of the sacred circle and, um, cat leads the group. She is the high priestess of the group. And, um, they, um, are a group of EMTs, firefighters, police officers, first responders, um, social workers, mental health professionals. Um, and they are all trained, uniquely trained in ways to service our village um, whether that be medically or safety and half the group, um, uh, patrols the festival grounds and they work shifts to patrol and make sure that our perimeter and our people are safe, um, while the festival is ongoing and, um, the rest of the group is in our med tent and take shifts in our med tent to make sure that if anyone were to get injured that they have the care that they need um and if anything serious were to happen they work with the PSG admin team to address and assess whether or not we need to seek outside medical attention um and we you know that's just another way that we um, keep our community safe and, um, the connection between circle and the guardians of the sacred circle is crucial and is one that we protect and, you know, in an opening ritual, um, again, I haven't, um, because of uh, work requirements, I haven't been in a couple of years, but do they still set the wards in opening ritual and yeah. part of the, um, 
the uh, guardians are part of the opening ritual. And it was, I remember the first time I got to see that it was just, you could just feel the energy. It's very strong. Yeah. They set the wards and offer a boon and um, they interact with Selena and Dennis and um, you know, it, it, it's a very powerful moment. Um, and they take their jobs very seriously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can remember a time when I very early on in my attendance of the festivals, and it was kind of like, oh, the guardians, they take their jobs so seriously. Mm-hmm. They're all so serious all the time, you know, but as I've gotten further and further involved in the festival, it's like, of course they do. And thank they're, goodness. <laughs> right? They're here because I've been to other festivals. We don't have drama. We and if and if anything, if anybody does have misbehavior, it's very discreet. We never know. I mean, right. it's just handled very discreetly. So absolutely, they they really make it safe. Yeah. So yeah. And we're we're very blessed right. to have the guardians um there to to help us manage our our festival. And, um, yeah, we're just, we're really very blessed to have them. PSG moves every so often, um, just for a change or events change hands or, or, and, and this is going to be the same place it was last year, which is the Pulaski County, Fort Leonard Wood Shrine Camp. Um, and it's near Waynesville, Missouri. Tell us about the site. I heard it's wonderful and it's flat. I remember back in the day when we were at Zoe and that huge hill. (laughs) Yeah. Buzzkill Hill at Zoe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, First, let me say that we are always looking for new sites. So everybody will always say, oh, well, there's always, you know, no site is ever perfect, right? There's always, you know, and, you know, now, if you've been on the PSG Facebook page lately, people are saying, well, are we looking for a new site? The answer to that is we're always looking. Right. We never stop looking because no site ever has everything that we're looking and for. Ownerships so, change and people, yeah, and, and, and to uh, be honest, we grow. What may right. accommodate us at 500 won't accommodate us at a thousand. Correct. Yeah. But this site, oh. I heard it's wonderful and it's flat. (laughs) It is. It it does have one gradual hill. You know, it, it's a very gradual hill, but it does have one gradual hill. Um, But it's very manageable. Um, And the, it's, it's just, the people are so caring and loving Um, the um, staff that man the green dragon. Um, BJ and Glenn and Jimmy that manned the Green Dragon last year. They made sure that we had ice and wood and tell our listeners what the Green Dragon is. Uh, um, Okay, the Green Dragon is a pavilion. It's actually an enclosed pavilion in the center of camp, and that is where we hold our late night concerts. And it is also where we, where you can go to purchase ice and firewood. And there is also, it's also one of the locations where there is like water access. So like there's a bunch of water spigots there as well. So you can get 
uh, refill your water jugs and that sort of thing there as well. It's a pretty central location and it's made out of shipping containers. So it's, and it's painted bright, bright green. And oh, that's so it, funny. Yeah. It is the call, green dragon. <laughs> yeah. They call it the green dragon. So that's, that's, it's like smack dab in the middle of like the main part of camp. And so um, it's a pretty good landmark and um, it's very easily accessible and um, yeah. And they also are the crew of, from the Shriners that go around and do our daily firewood runs and our ice runs. Um, and um, they even one day at the end of last year went around and gave out free lemonade all day long when they That's were doing nice. the, um, the ice runs and the firewood runs because it was so blasted hot and they just wanted to make sure that everybody was staying hydrated and, mm -hmm. and you know they've got these gigantic ice chests on the back mm -hmm. of this tractor you know and so it was nothing for them to drive around with lemonade so that's what they did that's nice now um do you still have different types of camp like is there disability camp yeah. and yeah. And quiet and family. Tell us about how it's kind of set up. Yeah. So let me um let me just say one more thing about how camp is set up too. So okay. and then I'll go into the centers because that's all included in this. So like um one of the really cool things about this camp is previously, if you've been to PSG before, you may have known that we had like 10 by 20s for all of the centers. So everybody mm -hmm. had a shaded area. Well, mm -hmm. at the shrine camp, we have because it's um, owned by a bunch of different motorcycle clubs, they mm -hmm. all built their own pavilions. Ooh, so that's nice. Yeah. So there are these, um, we don't have to bring as many 10 by 20s because that's we can nice. use these pavilions that they already have. And that's the so, lot of work is setting up those huge, huge, yeah. you know, tents. It's Exactly. And then there's electric in a lot of these pavilions oh, already. Nice. Right. So when you go, go to a workshop, because it's like we're a using PSG resort. <laughs> so when we're using these pavilions as, you know, workshop zones for in the afternoons, you know, if you need to charge your cell phone or whatever, you can plug in during your workshop. Now, we did find last year that there are a couple of pavilions that the wiring's a little iffy. So we did put up some signs and we were like, charge at your wrist, at your own mm -hmm. wrist. But you should probably charge at your own wrist anyway. This is all outdoor. They right. did it all themselves, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, so there's these beautiful pavilions, which are great. And then each of the centers have their own pavilion. So like family center is there. And then like there's camping around family center, um, they have their own pavilion. There's water and electric available there at the pavilion for the family camp and family center. Um, so that would include littles, tweens. Um, teen center has their own center. Now, teen center doesn't have electric or water. They're sort of off on their own because they like to be rambunctious. Because they're teens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We gave them their space, you know. Right. <laughs> and then... Um, we have um, 
We have the workshop zones. We've still got Dancing Shadows Lodge for crafting and that sort of thing. So if you're interested in submitting a workshop for crafts, be sure to do that. We're accepting all of those um, still this year. Um, we didn't get a lot of those last year and we did see people, where were all the, in the feedback form, where were all the right. crafting workshops? We missed right. those. Um, and then um, the well, Rainbow Center still, um, Psyche's Grotto. Yeah, we still have all of the centers available. Tell folks what Rainbow is. So Rainbow Center is the LGBTQ plus center and um, they have um, their own programming in the evenings. They sometimes do fire chats and they'll play games together, but they also have an area um, where they all camp together. So if you're coming by yourself and you identify um as part of the Alf alphabet mafia. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, or you have part of the gay agenda, you can join the um, rainbow camp. And be in and community really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you won't be by yourself for very right. long. And right. um, yeah, and you can fit in right there. And then we have like the quieter camping out sort of in the back um further away from town and then we will have a generator camping area as well this year we do have fewer electrical spots this year than we did last year so we do anticipate that we may have some more generator camping mm -hmm. um, necessities this year so we did we do plan to make that space a little bit bigger this year so Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Explain to folks what Psyche's Grotto is. Because I sure. think that's unique and, and very needed in that type of festival. Yeah. So Psyche's Grotto is staffed by mental health um, professionals and trained spiritual um, healers and leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Healers yeah. and leaders. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who, um, so if you're having difficulty grounding or mm -hmm. if you're having um, some difficulty acclimating to the festival or if you're having some drama in camp, right? not sure exactly how to manage it on your own, you can always go to Psyche's Grotto and there's someone there on call all the time, 24-7. Right. Um, and there's somebody there that you can talk to and right. get some advice and some help to talk through it. Right. Or you um, don't have to talk. There's a space where you can hold stones and there's soft music and yep. you can just be by yourself to ground. It's, it's a real benefit to the community. And, and I've volunteered at Psyche's Grotto and, and, uh, and I mean, it's busy people access it. And so it's very, it's a, it's a really good benefit. Yeah, and they have um, noon at 12 o'clock every day, they have um, a grounding and centering mm -hmm. check-in every day. So you can even just go at noon every day and participate in that. It, even if you just didn't want to talk to anybody, if you just mm -hmm. wanted to go for like daily meditation at noon, you can do that. Um, and then also at noon every day, there's a daily gender um, check-in at the social justice center. 
um, which is also another center that does daily activities in relation to social justice activities um, and issues uh, relevant to paganism and just the world in general, um, which that center has been, that's a relatively new center that's that's only been around for about seven or ten years mm-hmm. um like that's new it's not really new anymore but it is for pagan spirit gathering yeah yeah reverend jake's been um been spearheading the social justice center for a while and um that's a really great center if you're an activist at heart and are looking for more information on how you can get involved in activism in your area or um yeah that sort of thing PSG is, um, again, I, I um, went to um, a festival in February, and um, even though they didn't say it was adult only, um, there were people there with children. It was in a hotel, so, but they kept their children at the pool. But PSG is a family. I mean, they welcome families, and, and they have their own camp, and they have programming. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, PSG has always been a a leader um, in it, I think. Yeah, in in being a family friendly event, all um, ages. I mean, you know, all ages. Yes, for sure. And um, we will continue to be a family friendly event, um, and we have programming from um, little, littles, toddlers through all ages, um, you know, teenagers. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, if you're speaking about just young people, Uh yeah, for sure. Um, and we will have that again this year. We are still fine tuning the family center for this year, but, Uh um, we are, um, planning some, um, story times for the littles. Um, we'll have some arts and crafts for the tweens. I say um, tweens is usually an awkward stage. And, and I know I've talked to parents who love that we have activities for the tweens. Yep. Um, and you know, tweens are anywhere like seven to 12 ish. Yeah sometimes even six it just sort of depends on where the or if they have a sibling that's there yeah where yeah exactly where the where the young person is in life right and then um and then uh and then we have the teen center for the for the teens and the teens often spend a lot of time focusing on service back to the community Mm -hmm. um in an effort to raise money for their friday night party Um, but I really have been proud of how the teens in recent years have been, um, well, I guess just last year, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have been gone for a A couple of years. Yeah. And then we had a virtual PSG because of the pandemic. We weren't right. So, yeah. So last year they did a really great job in not focusing on it, that they were doing it for the money but that they were really doing it to for give the back service. To the community. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a really good job and they were really polite about it. And I, I, I think that Faye and Blake, who were their coordinators for the teen center last year, did a really good job um, 
motivating and keeping the teens um, motivated in that direction of service. And it was, it was, they did a really great job. That's so, great. Yeah. So if I'm a first time coming, take me through the process. Like, um, are there certain times I can get there Sunday or can I just come anytime I want or talk about that process? Yes. So this year we will be going back to the standard operating procedure for opening day. We have a, several times changed it a little bit, but this is, this is our standard operating procedure. So gate opens at 9 a.m. on opening day, and we ask that people do not arrive before 9 a.m. Don't get there at six and get in line. <laughs> right. There are, there, you will be turned away. Right. The guardians will politely ask you to leave and come back at nine. Um, the gate will be blocked. You won't have any way to get in. Um, and uh, you might have a grumpy someone waking up sitting at the gate, waking up to tell you to go away. <laughs> Nobody's had their coffee yet at 6 a.m. Um, right. And then at nine, the gates open and you'll be asked to have your gate pass, your ID um, for everyone who is in the car that has a gate pass and ID. For young people who don't yet have an ID, you just need a gate pass, but young people need to be in the vehicle with their guardian. So if you're right. caravanning and your young person is in a different car than with than their guardian, they need to be in the vehicle with their guardian. That makes things a lot easier. And the gate pass is important because it's it's important to note there's no walk-in. You can't walk up to PSG and oh. pay a fee to get in. Like you can no. other festivals. There's this, no walk-in. Yeah, we are all pre-registration. Right. You cannot register at the gate. Um, and that's mostly because we do background checks. And so right. we need to have had done the safety that. issue. Correct. Yeah. We need to have had done those prior to you arriving on site. So then um, we... Uh, and then once you have done your check-in process at gate, you'll be released from gate and then you will be allowed, you'll be allowed through the gate. And then the, on the roads are all one way. Um, and so you'll be allowed in a circle to go through camp and choose where you want to camp so when the map comes out online which should be fairly soon I was gonna say you can kind of <laughs> look and see you if can you if you have children you don't want to camp in quiet usually you want to do family and you just kind of figure it out yeah you kind of get a general idea of where you maybe want to camp and then um you know you scope it out sometimes people need to do a lap or two you know just to get the lay of the land, especially if you're, you know, you're a first timer and you've never been there before and you don't know what, what you're looking for, which is fine. Just pay attention to the way that the one-way roads and stuff are going. And then what we ask you to do is park, unload your car, um, set up your camp, go to registration, 
finish your registration for the festival. And what that means is you go to registration, you sign up for your work shift, you take your t-shirt slip with you if you've purchased a t-shirt and you pick up your t-shirt and you then also get your wristband for the week. And the wristbands are in different colors. There's one color for youth, there's one color for adults. Um, and then there's another color for like vendors who like food vendors, mm -hmm. not like merchants, but like food vendors um, who are going to be coming and going throughout the week. But um, yeah, so the general population, the regular attendees would never need to see that color. But um, yeah. Talk about then, work shifts. So if people have never done that before. They'll kind of understand. Sure. So work shifts, there's a couple changes with work shifts and this started last year. It used to be that you could teach a work, couple of workshops and your work shift requirement would be waived, mm -hmm. but new last year, we're no longer waiving work shift requirements for workshops. So you do, everyone who attends needs to complete a four hour work shift, regardless of if you're teaching a workshop or not. Um, and the reason that is, is we firmly believe that our per pagan village works because we all work together. Right. So um, it's a little bit of communal living and we all need to pitch in in order for it all to and it, work. It kind of forces you to meet new people. And I, I love it. I, I usually work in the um, first aid as a healer, but it, and I, but I've done different things. I worked at the raffle tent. I've, you know, worked at check-in. I mean, there's lots yep. of different things that you can do. Yeah. I, I used to love working at the info tent. Um, I, right. I used to work at the gate. I did childcare um, once. I mean, there's like a whole bunch of different yeah. things you can do. I've worked at the med tent. Um, yeah. So um, there's, and you have the schedule. So if you, if there's a workshop you really want to go to, you can schedule around it. Yes. Yep. For sure. Um, so yeah. So that's the one that's the one requirement that we have um, is that you do a four hour work shift while you're on site, um, which I don't think is too bad of a requirement for, no, not for a week, for a week long, eight day festival. So, um, and they're not off. Are they, are they, it used to be, you could do like two, two hour shifts. Yep. Some of so, them are, and so it's really easy just to fit in two hours a couple times a week. Yeah. Some of them are two hour shifts. Some of them are, a lot of them are four hour shifts. Mm -hmm. We have found some people prefer to do two, two hour shifts, right. but some people most, just like doing it and getting over that with. Yeah. But most people prefer to just do a four hour shift and mm -hmm. get it done. Mm -hmm. um, then they only have to remember to go once and it's done. Um, so yeah. So yeah, so that's work shifts. Um, you yeah. get um, an armband and do you get a spirit bag? Talk about what oh, yeah. a spirit bag spirit is. Bag too, yeah. So um, spirit bags have been around since the very beginning. Um, and they are, originally they were the wristbands. We 
the history of spirit bags, they were originally the wristbands. We never had wristbands in the very beginning. So, um, that's how you knew you had gone to registration and done everything that you needed to do. You got your spirit bag and, and you had your spirit bag and, um, and then, um, but the spirit bags are made the primary herb in the spirit bags every year is mugwort and the uh-huh. mugwort is um, harvested from the circle sanctuary land from the maypole circle on circle sanctuary land and that mugwort is used in the spirit bags every single year and it's harvested uh-huh. as green spirit the previous year and is dried and then it's used in the next year's spirit bags And then the stones that are used in the spirit bags are chosen by Selena and Sharon and I, Mm -hmm. and they're usually tied to the theme in some Mm -hmm. way. Um, And then the rest of the herbs are (laughs) sort of what what Selena decides what she's drawn to and, mm-hmm. and, and what she and the theme decides. and what's going on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and so at welcome summer, which is the week before we leave for PSG, um, that's when we load the truck, the moving truck that we take all of the supplies down to PSG on and everything. She, she just sort of brings a, you know, an armload of like a gigantic armload of herbs over and um, we get out a kiddie pool and we strip all the mugwort. Which is your cauldron and you just. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Create it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we strip all the mugwort and mix all the herbs. And then we lay out all the little squares of um, fabric on the tables in the temple room. And a team of people um, make all of the spirit bags during the day while the other half of a team of people, you know, that have attended Uh load and pack the truck for, to go to PSG. That is so cool. You get a booklet. Talk about, do you still get a booklet? Yeah. The town guide. We still do the town guide. That's very helpful because that's how you know about workshops. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. The town guide um, is it's got everything in it. Like if you're a newcomer or a new, a new to PSG, I strongly recommend that you read the town guide. Um, mm-hmm. It's got all of the information that you could possibly need in it. Um, all, all the questions you have, I would bet are answered mm-hmm. in the town guide. Um, but it also contains the week's schedule and all of the workshops by day. So um, if you're trying to figure out what you want to do every day, excuse me, you can, um, that's the, that's the resource that you use to get your daily schedule. And, um, it has the schedule by day. And then in the back, it has descriptions for each of the workshops. So you can, um, read the title of the workshop in the daily schedule. And you're like, huh, that kind of sounds interesting. I wonder what that's about. And then flip to the back of the book in alphabetical order. All of the workshops are in the back of the book and you can, oh, that does sound really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that. So um, helpful. And then, yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
My suggestion to newcomers and to everyone, as soon as you get there, take a pen and write your name on your book. Um, and so then try to keep track of it. So and don't leave it out overnight. If right. you leave it out, even if it's under a canopy, if you leave it out overnight, it'll get damp and the, crinkled. The dew is going to get to it. And before too long, you're going to have a soaking wet program book. Take that thing into your tent overnight because you're going to, you're going to want to, <laughs> otherwise it's going to disintegrate on you. Are you doing uh newcomers meetings? Yeah. And actually I run, I find that how I found that really helpful. I run the newcomers meeting. Oh, well so, tell us about that. Yeah. So on, is it Monday? I can't remember right now exactly what day it is. Sunday afternoon. I don't think it's Sunday afternoon. It's got to be Monday afternoon. I run a newcomers meeting. Um, and I just basically sit down and go over the highlights in the town guide of things that you should be. I, I basically go over like the inside jokes of PSG, mm -hmm. like why you keep hearing people screaming water, sunscreen, hard soul shoes, or right. like why, uh, what, what you should know that you don't know in the town guide. Right. Um, all the little tidbits that, um, so that they'll feel comfortable during the week. Exactly. Because there it's been going on now for, over 40 years and right. there's a lot of little nuanced things that if you don't get filled in a lot of the time you know like last year we had a full-on battle of the flamingos and the unicorns and oh, if that's you funny did not know why we were having a full-blown battle of the flamingos and the unicorns um you might get lost this year when they come back, right? So we might have to have a flamingo and unicorn catch up at the meet and greet. An orientation. Yeah, at orientation. <laughs> we we might also need to introduce what narwhals are. Who knows? We just absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um exactly. showers. Do they have showers? Yeah. We have a beautiful shower house. I, I mean, we're not talking like resort cabanas or anything but they for sure are um really well maintained um we the shriners actually clean them and maintain them for us on a daily basis oh that's um, nice and yeah and we um there's let's see one two three four five five flush toilets and oh that's really nice um eight showers I think oh that's nice correctly that's nice sides um and you know every once in a while you've got a water pressure issue every once in a while you've got a hot water issue um but you know when you have, but it's hot and so it's okay <laughs> right exactly if you don't mind a cold shower go at three o'clock in the afternoon yeah it's, it's it was nearly 110 degrees during oh, wow. three o'clock in the afternoon. So absolutely. I will say prepare for the heat. It is hot. It is hot, hot, hot. Um, bring plenty of water, bring a water bottle, bring, bring sunscreen, bring sunscreen. Yes. If you forget it, 
the med tent has sunscreen. Do not go without. You can go and get sunscreen applied or use sunscreen from the med tent. And hydration is very important. Uh, years ago, I think that I just got heat um, exhaustion and didn't realize it. I got kind of confused and it was just really, really weird. And yeah, they had, and again, that's the infirmary. We have a healing tent and they took me in air conditioning. Yeah. And they're like, you know, when's the last time you drank some water? So, cause it's, you really have to remember it because you're running around to workshops and you're running around and it's, you just forget. Yeah. And you can get, um, Gatorade or electrolyte mm -hmm. tabs at the med tent as well. You can right. also buy them on electrolyte tabs on Amazon and bring those with you. Um, there That's are smart. All, all sorts of things that you can get now and bring with, um, but also bring like consider bringing a scarf or a towel, a lightweight towel or a bandana that you don't mind getting wet repeatedly that you can put on your head or your neck, mm -hmm. you know, to help keel, keep yourself cool. Mm -hmm. um, we will have misting tents around camp as well. Oh, that's nice. To help people cool down. We had mm -hmm. one last year. Our plan is to have multiples this year. That's Not nice. exactly sure how many, but we do plan to have more than one. That's nice. Um, so, so that people can cool down. We know it's hot, you know, and the dust, the dust was the other thing that I will say was a little, um, a little tough last year. Um, it did get, gives a couple of people some sinus issues. I know I had some sinus issues from the dust last year. So don't forget to pack some, you know, sinus medication or, right. or Claritin or something like that as well. It's always nice to have, you know, you're just in a different place. The absolutely dust and allergens are different. Right. So it never hurts to have a little extra. My first time hints are a, um, and someone told me this like 20 years ago, um, take, and you can go to Dollar Tree and get a cheap bucket and put your towel and your shampoo and take a bucket with you to the shower house, not a tote, because everything is wet in the shower because that's where people take showers. Yeah. So you won't get your so you won't get your stuff wet. And if you don't want it to rain, bring rain boots. Because yeah. I <laughs> ended up barefoot because I ruined all my sandals walking through the one day that it rains. And so I always say bring rain boots and a bucket for the shower house. The other tip I have is a cheap dish pan mm. um, that you can buy at like Walmart or, right. you know, a cheap uh, family dollar or a right. dollar store like that. And then drain your cooler water into your dish pan at the hottest part of the day. And then put your feet in the dish Ooh, pan. That it sounds is, wonderful. It is glamping air conditioning and it will bring your body temperature down in a matter of minutes. It that will... is great. Yeah. Well, let's just say I'm decided and um, I'm going camping by myself or I'm going with a friend and you know what? We just don't feel like cooking. Um, you talk about food vendors. Can you go there and not make your own food? Are there things that you can eat? Yeah, the um we're I we have one food vendor for sure. We're still working on another one, but we're Wolfenheimers is coming back this year. We had them last year. 
Um, Chad and his wife are just absolutely awesome. Um, burgers and just amazing food. They had a different specials every single day. They do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, you can, um, if you go hungry, you're doing, you something. you're right. doing something wrong. Cause right. They're cooking just absolutely amazing food. And the prices were very fair. Yeah. Very fair. I was yeah. kind of surprised. Yes. Yeah. And um, we are still working on a second food vendor. We like to have two options. We definitely like to have a vegetarian option as mm -hmm. well. Um, so we are still working on that. Um, but yeah, you can... You can definitely eat at the food vendor. But I tell people to bring granola bars and bring snacks and, and you necessarily don't have to cook, but you know, a, a loaf of bread or crackers and a jar of peanut butter can, can get you through many lunches and many days. So <laughs> I always tell people to bring backup and bring something so yeah. that, you know, the, so that they have. For sure. Yeah. If I, just... I have a cell phone, is there anywhere to charge it? Oh yeah, the pavilions all have outlets. That okay, you can that's charge. good. Um, yeah, we don't have a setup charging station like we did back at like Tall Tree or anything mm -hmm. like that, um, because electric is just so prevalent everywhere. If you that's can't really find, nice. That's a real if, bonus. Yeah, if you can't find an outlet to plug into, you're not you're Lucky. not looking. Yeah. They're, they're just everywhere. They're in the shower house. They're outside the shower house. They're in the pavilions. They're outside the pavilions. They're outside all of the buildings. I mean, you really have to like not be looking to find an outlet to plug into. So, And all kinds of camping. I know, um, and I tell people, if you're tent camping, bring a tarp to put your stuff on in case it does get damp one day. But yeah. there's camping and there's RVs. Yeah, you can. Um, so all of the electrical for RVs is sold out, but you mm -hmm. can um, boondock. Bring a generator. In, you can boondock in an RV or you can um, bring a generator and camp in the generator RV area. Um, or you can boondock in your RV anywhere you feel you can park your rig. Um and then tent camping is anywhere, you know, that isn't when you come in on opening day, if there is like pink tape or orange tape, tape being an area off that means don't camp there. camp yeah. there. And basically it means you need to give like six feet of room mm -hmm. around that space. Mm -hmm. um, but like anywhere else you can camp. Um, and we try pretty hard to keep an eye out on where people are camping and that sort of thing. So that we're not like, Oh, you really shouldn't have, you gotta know mm -hmm. you can't camp there <laughs> kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, Cause we don't want to move people. Right. And there's people there to help and guide. And, and yes. I, when in the years exactly. past, there's been people who have said, Hey, there's space over here or, and people are very, very, very helpful. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about PSG too, that about camping and, and, you know, you just reminded me is if you forgot something, ask your neighbors, like, absolutely. 
like if you forgot a mallet and you're like trying to set up your tent and your neighbors are set up, like ask your neighbors, mm-hmm. hey, do you have a mallet I could borrow? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, they're going to loan you right. their mallet. Like, right. You, or come you, then more than, to be honest, they'll come over and help you. Right. So people are very, very, I've always met people around me when I camp. It's really fun. Exactly. So like, just do not hesitate. And if you're, if you're thinking you're going to have to leave the festival for something, ask your neighbors before you decide you're going to leave right. the festival for something, because your neighbors might have what you need and you might not even have to leave. And that's that's the other thing. We did change the process last year for leaving the festival during the week um, due to COVID restrictions. But this year we're going back to regular standard standard operating procedures. So if you need to leave the festival for any reason, you can leave the festival. You will just have to stop at the gate with your ID and get a pass to leave. um, And you will need your ID to get back on site when you return. everyone in the car will need their IDs. Um, that's just, that's how that process. And lastly, I want to talk about something that is so much fun that people get so excited about is basically a pagan mall. There's great vendors there and a lot of all kinds of things. So, so save your pennies now and to come shopping, talk a little bit about that. That's, that is like a real exciting point. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There well, especially on Wednesday night, right? We have Absolutely. Starlight Shopping Extravaganza. So like, on, but all throughout the week, we have beautiful merchants. Shopping by flashlight. It is so much fun. <laughs> well, they've stepped up their games. Let me tell you, so many of them have electric now that they all have lights in their booth. That's nice. Um, but they but, run specials and it's just oh, fun. Yes, they, they run sales and specials and. And um, there's usually some playing games during the evening and that sort of thing too. Um, but the, the, um, their wares, a lot of them make their own handmade. Mm-hmm. We have pottery, um, Sweetwater Pottery um, is coming back this year. Um, and we have, you know. Soaps and potions and. Soaps and all sorts of handmade um, books. Robes and beautiful hats. I try to buy myself a prize. I love the hats. And people wear the hats at morning meeting. I mean, you get to wear this stuff at PSG. For sure. And the clothes. The clothes mm-hmm. are just stunning. And in all shapes and sizes. It's right. not just, you know, for the small small people right. the thin teenage goddess, girl goddess right. sizes as well right. you know and god sizes as well it's all every shape and size can find something and it's just it's so beautiful it's mm-hmm. just amazing yeah yeah it's really really fun so uh yeah and, and i try to uh, um my partner and i we each try to buy at least we end up buying many, but we try to at least buy one souvenir a year. The kind of is, this is what, when I use it, will remind me of, and it's funny because if I've bought a, a scarf or a robe or, or I tend to like jewelry and because I teach public classes, people say, oh, I love it where you get it. And I'm like, you need to go to PSG. You just find <laughs> really unique things because people make them. Yeah. So you can, in years past, I don't know now, you're able to get henna. 
So I'm not yeah. a tattoo girl, there, but I love to get henna on Monday. Then I've got it the whole week. There is That's my Bohemian that, streak. <laughs> there's somebody talking on the PSG page, the Facebook page about doing henna this year. I don't know if they've, they've registered yet as a merchant or not, right. but they, they were talking about doing it. So maybe we will get some henna again this year. That would yeah. be great. The vendors. Yeah. It's just really, really fun. So a lot, of, and like I said, a lot of different types and they're so friendly. So um, I have dear friends of mine that I met talking to them while they were vending. So, uh, and I camped near them that, like I said, you will, you can meet lifelong friends camping yeah. uh, because, you know, you just sit around and you talk at night. So, well, I would be remiss if I did not plug one, just one more thing. You plug away. So the theme for this year is through the elements we are reborn Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we did last year that everybody seemed to like was we had a specific, we had specific um, programming at morning meeting for each of the days last year. So we're going to do that again this year, and it's going to correlate to the theme. So each day is going to be a different element this year. So Stay tuned for more details on that. We'll That's announce really that. cool. We'll announce that on the Facebook page. And then um, we'll have different ways that people can come um, and participate at morning meeting as one of the different elements. Plug, tell people about our Facebook page so they can plug in. So once you've registered for PSG, you'll get invited to the Facebook page, which is the Pagan Spirit Gathering Facebook page. And um, once you've completed your registration, you'll get an autumn uh, email that just comes with the link and you'll get invited to join. And, and, and where everybody comes together throughout the year to discuss all things PSG and and you get a lot of helpful hints, especially if you're new, that people say, "Hey, remember this," and and remember that with packing. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of great information. So, and you mentioned it real quickly. Tell people what morning meeting is, because I love morning meeting. Oh, morning meeting is. Is it still ten a.m.? Ten a.m. every. Every day, the dinner uh, show. <laughs> Monday, Monday through Saturday, yeah. and uh, Doctor Doctor D, D. Dr. Dennis keeps us on track. He runs. He is so day. he is a great MC. It's yeah. so fun. He keeps us on track, and it's where the community comes together for announcements, changes for the day, um, and um, we get a presenters bit present musicians. Yep. So you get a we taste get of that. So you can go to their concerts. Yep, exactly. We get a taste for the day of the music. Um, yeah, it's just, um, it's a beautiful way for the community to come together every morning and share some space and some time and start our day off right together. Well, I can't believe our time's so gone. You've been delightful. Oh, I'm so excited your ministry is this because we really benefit from it. So I'm so excited and Hopefully I will be there next year. So I am excited. Thank you so much. Because I know this is your busy time. So, oh, my pleasure. I, I, I can talk about PSG. All right. Well, then we'll have <laughs> you back next year. Whenever. Uh, there you the go. <laughs> I also like to thank my sound engineer, Steve, for his technical expertise. And remember, 
Circle Sanctuary will be opening the gates for Pagan Spirit Gathering, which happens. And, you know, I wrote down, I have 18th written down. I just said 19th. So ignore me. I tell you to go to the website. June 18th through the 25th, 2023. PSG will be held at the Pulaski County Fort Leonard Wood Shrine Camp near Winsfield, Missouri. PSG, or Pagan Spirit Gathering, is one of America's largest and oldest nature spirituality festivals. And we've talked about it tonight. Um, so for more information, go or to register, go to the site, www.circlesanctuary.org, and click on the Pagan Spirit Gathering link on the right side of the main page. Registrations are now being accepted, and you want to get your spot. So come and register and enjoy eight days of community, music, workshops, rituals, festivals, and more under the solstice summer sun. And finally, a special thanks to all of you out there, our listeners, for your continued support of all of our shows here on Circle Sanctuary Network Podcast or CSNP. Our next Circle Talk will be April 18th. Please come back. I look forward to talking to you again. Good night, everyone, and blessed be. Blessed be.